For South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, this is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in. Glad you're here. How are you? It's a hot one today, if you can't tell. We're ready to go. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Summer in the Black Hills, and the Nate Brown Show is back. We're live from our downtown studio, Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Bring us up at foxsportsrapidcity.com. Live stream is there. Also on YouTube, watch the show. Uh, subscribe. Give us some thumbs up. We like that. Uh, YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. You've got us. And also right there on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. You can watch the live stream. Welcome in studio for a great Thursday lineup. I was talking to producer Matt Kearney today as we're putting together the show and looking at the content, looking at the guests. Really solid stuff. Really solid stuff today. So we don't do a lot of uh, recording of the segments, recording of the interviews, and repeating stuff. we got new content each time out. And I'm ready to go. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, the expert team when it comes to orthopedic care. I'm telling you this because I know from the weekend warrior to the elite athlete, that's the team since 1976. More access, better options at Black Hills Ortho. If you want to uh, continue your active lifestyle, don't let an injury slow you down. BHOSC.com. Start there and learn more. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center helping you stay in the game. Learn more at BHOSC.com. On the Thursday show, a great guest lineup. I said some solid content. We'll have some fun today. Thought-provoking sports talk. Let's get after it. Um, AJ Perez is going to join us live. Senior writer, front office sports. A lot of business sports topics out uh, today. I'm going to start the show with one that's pretty big. And uh, we'll get into it. A.J. Perez joins a senior writer, front office sports. He's on the way. Major League Baseball getting set for the All-Star break. Home run derby Monday, All-Star game to follow. Major League Baseball midway point. And we'll talk to Major League Baseball writer Scott Pianowski, Yahoo Sports. He's on tap. Ryan Aber's been covering Big 12 media days. What's next for the Big 12? Well, they still have Texas and the Sooners. So we're going to get into that a little bit, but where does the Big 12 go after Texas, Oklahoma leaves? And right now, which schools would you pull in if you're the Big 12? Ryan Aber covering Big 12 media days. Sooners beat Ryder for the Oklahoman. He's on tap. The new voice of the Wyoming Cowboys. We had the legendary voice on earlier this week. A great discussion with Dave Walsh, 38 years covering the Wyoming Cowboys. Now the guy stepping into those shoes. Those are big ones, big ones to fill. It is Reese Monaco live from Wyoming. He's going to be the lead play-by-play man for Wyoming Cowboys football. Reese Monaco joins us live, and we'll get into the South Dakota sports topic. Our guy over at Fox Sports Radio, Aberdeen. From Aberdeen, a little East River love, Northeast uh, River love. David Tewksbury is going to join us. Busy Thursday show, right? Let's get going. There's the guest lineup. How you can be a part of the show, I invite you on. 720-1067, 720-1067. That's the Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Sportsline Live. And also the Barons Wilson text line, open and ready. Questions of the day coming your way. Text uh, all your comments, takes everything in there. 720-1067. That's the Barons Wilson text line. All right, we're set. You know the deal. And we are out of the gate. So I'm starting today's show with um, a, an experiment. 
I'm starting today's show with an experiment. And I need your help with this, okay? I need your help. You're listening. You're you're wondering, okay, is this a typical uh, question of the day? Uh, I think this is interesting. It's an experiment, and it's going to lead into something that I want to discuss, okay? It's going to lead into something else. Not want to discuss, but shed some light on. Shed some light on. Here's my um, experiment. If I were to ask you today, and there's some headlines out on this, so I, I, it really got me thinking. If I were to ask you today as a sports fan, who do you believe is the best commissioner in sports right now? I'm going to go with the four major commissioners. Gary Bettman, NHL. Adam Silver, NBA. Roger Goodell, NFL. Rob Manfred, MLB. Okay, Those are the, those are the four biggies. So those are the four options uh, I'll lay out in front of you. And it may be for various reasons. It may be for various reasons, okay? Well, this commissioner is good on this. This commissioner is good on that. If I were to ask you that, who is the best commissioner? Who is the best commissioner in sports right now? What would you say? What would you say? I have some criteria that I'm going to get into on what makes a good commissioner, but just off the top of your head, who would you say? Would you say Adam Silver, NBA, Roger Goodell, the king of kings? Is he the king of the king league? Roger Goodell? Would you say Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball? Or would you go, hey, the NHL, they got their stuff together, man. Tough guys. No controversy. The NHL, it's a niche following, but it's popular. Would you say Gary Bettman's done a good job of the NHL? He's been there a long time. Here's the answers in my experiment so far. And this leads to something that I find so interesting. So I wonder how many of you have would answer the best commissioner in sports. How many of you would answer Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball? Crickets? <laughs> that's, that's my experiment. And I think that I think my answer is I think it might be zero. I think this uh, radio audience listening to this program, is is there anybody that would vote for Rob Manfred? And if there is, let me know. I really would like to know. I, but my thought is everybody's saying Rob Manfred is going to be, I would, I would tell you, not the best commissioner. I don't think Rob Manfred would be supported by too many of these um, listeners slash social media followers. So let's go to the social media poll. This is where I put it up. I put the poll up on Twitter before I start the show. I wanted to have some background on this. Who do you believe is the best commissioner in sports right now? The commissioner job is what? Nobody loves the commissioners. Do, do, you, do you guys love the commissioners? They always have controversy on... Do they, they have to make this decision and that decision. Nobody loves the boss man, usually, right, because you disagree with this or disagree with that. But here's the vote so far, and I find it interesting. Here's the vote. Exactly 50% of the votes that came in on my Twitter account today from the sports fans across South Dakota mainly, 50% of the audience says Adam Silver is the best commissioner the NBA commissioner is the best commissioner in sports. Adam Silver, 50%. 35% voted for Roger Goodell, NFL. 15% voted for Gary Bettman, NHL. And exactly 0% 
We didn't even get a registered vote. Zero percent voted for Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball. Zero percent. So what's this experiment telling us? What's it? I'll get into the headlines with the commissioners, by the way. But what this is telling us is everybody's saying, well, Rob Manfred's messing around with the with the game. You know, it's not as popular, you would say, as it once was. It's uh, this tug of war between the old schoolers, the purists, the baseball purists want baseball to be this way, and Rob Manfred's like an attorney. He's an attorney in charge of the game. Does he actually love the game? Does he have passion for the game? Or is he out for the owners and the money, um, and he's just not leading baseball? So you have this tug of war between the purists and the traditionalists, and then you even have some of the analytics people saying, well, Rob Manfred's not even embracing some of that either. So you got Manfred, commissioner of Major League Baseball, right in the middle of this whole thing, and everybody's saying he, he can't be the best. But let me, let me tell you something. Let me just go through some of this because a headline just came out, and you know what? Major League Baseball, yes, I'm going to tell you, Major League Baseball may make as much revenue – as the NFL this season. You heard that right. The NFL is setting records with annual revenue this past year. This just came out, $11 billion. And I've got the numbers in front of me. I got to thinking as much as Rob Manfred gets hammered and hit the commissioner of baseball, Major League Baseball is looking at making just over $11 billion, they believe, this year, with the gambling sports, uh, gambling money coming in, the sponsorships, the uh, attendance at the ballparks, 162 games. So I'm telling you, what's the commissioner's job? What's the criteria to be a good commissioner in sports? Who would you vote for as the best? Rob Manfred got zero votes. And Adam Silver got half of the votes? Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Was that the woke generation vote, or was it real baseball people like myself that watched Bob Gibson pitch 33 innings? Well, I don't know which. I don't know which one. That's the thing. Uh, Rob Manfred didn't get any votes. Didn't get any votes as a good commissioner. I, I don't. I don't know if he's a great commissioner or not. But baseball's making money. They're making a lot of money, Steve. They're, pro sports are making a lot of money because it's like Hollywood TV. What's real in sports anymore, Nate? <laughs> the money is. I mean, I guess. you you pay a guy like Kirk Cousins forty million dollars to win eight games. By God, give me ten million, and I'll win you eight games. Heck. <laughs> I got you. You on know, that. baseball went down without Bowie. When Bowie went down, they all went down, and that's when you all started. Your generation, Nate. Hey, by the way, by the way, I just have to mention this. David Wells, great Yankees pitcher, says today that he hasn't watched baseball in four years. Is that your type of guy? Is that your type of guy? He said, I can't watch it. You know what? My dad, who lived to be 99, loved baseball. That was his sport. He could tell you everything about Bob Gibson from Omaha Pee Wee's up. My dad quit watching baseball probably about four or five years ago, except the World Series. He would watch old baseball games on cable TV. Is that right? He's right there with David Wells. 
<laughs> it's just changed too much. All I mean, right. when you got you got a pitcher that throws one batter. Oh, he can't throw to Joe because his initial begins with a J, and it's bad luck for him. So we got to sit him. <laughs> I know that. I I got you. I'm, I'm with you on half of that. Maybe half. Bring of that. me back old time baseball, Nate. Man, it, it, be good. it ain't happening. You know that. You know that. Oh, it's all gone. Hey, what about Wyoming? You'll never see them play for a national championship because even if they go forty-seven and zero in football, they will not get picked for the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't get me started. All right. I know, man. I appreciate Take it, buddy. Care, Nate. Thanks. Thanks for getting in. Um, okay, let me let me just run through this here. What is what is the uh, what is my criteria for a good commissioner in sports? What is my criteria for a good commissioner? How would you vote for this? So so Adam Silver's getting half of the votes as the best commissioner in sports right now. Why? Roger Goodell's getting thirty five percent of the votes. Gary Bettman's getting fifteen percent. NHL Rob Manfred's getting zero. I asked the audience because I wanted to, what makes a uh, what's what's the criteria. I've got four criteria, and I wonder if you would agree with this. Let's let's run through this. How about image of the league itself? The public image of the league. Steve just went into it. Hates Major League Baseball and, and the analytics and, and players getting pulled out and, and whatever. The list goes on, right? Pitchers getting pulled out. No more Jack Morris games and, and that whole thing. And, and the list goes on. That's the image of the league. That's the image of the league. What does it look like? Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Product for the fans. There's one instance. Image is one thing. That's branding. What's the actual product like? Some people would say right now in the summer, baseball's product. Oh, the argument is, oh, for some it's too slow. For some there's not enough offense. For some there's too many strikeouts. For some there's... Too many home runs, not enough base hits, and small ball. I mean, there's there's the product right there. One is image. What is the perception? One is the actual product when you watch it on TV or when you go live to a game. What is the experience like of the product? And I'm going through this because baseball, you have detractors. Rob Manfred has zero votes in this poll because baseball has, has all these subtractions. So far, the NFL, to me, is winning in those in a big way. Image, branding, king, the product, high-flying, throwing, offense, the product. And you can say it's not as old school as it once was. The product is still absolutely phenomenal. How about this one? Uh, This is a big one. Nobody wants to hear it, but it's money. If I'm the commissioner or a leader of a company, leader uh, working for the owners, I better be bringing in revenue. By the way, that's the name of the game. I should put that at number one. You would not, fans don't want to admit it. Fans don't want to think about that. Money drives the bus, feeds the bulldog, whatever you want to say. If I'm a commissioner, I better be making money. And Rob Manfred's getting zero votes. He makes more money than the NBA. The NBA just set a record for revenue. Major League Baseball is going to surpass that pretty easily this season. They were making $10.7 billion in 2019. 
Major League Baseball brought in $10.7 billion in 2019. That's before the sports gambling money and the partnerships and the jersey patches and all of that stuff. You think they're going to be over $11 billion this season? I'll tell you that. And that's where the NFL stands right now. The NFL just brought in gross revenues over $11 billion, a big number. A big number, yet Major League Baseball's there. And by the way, I will say this, though. Do we care about this? Does the commissioner Is the commissioner in charge of player satisfaction, player, um, you know, being happy with the situation, unions, relationships? That's a big part of it, and that's where Rob Manfred has messed up, too. Rob Manfred being on the side of, well, you would say the owners. Oh, surprise, surprise, but... We think about Rob Manfred getting in the way of players, getting in the way of the game, trying to make sure they just just do enough to make money but make sure the players don't get too much power right in this long struggle this season of getting off the ground and getting a new CBA and the whole thing. You never hear that about Roger Goodell. You don't hear that about Adam Silver or Gary Bettman. All their their not in it for the players. They they tend to have that image of, well, we're going to make things work, and we care about our players, and we do certain things like this, okay? They just, whether it's right or wrong, they have that image. That's my four major things. A commissioner, go through it. Money, image of the league, the actual product in-game, and players' union relationship slash satisfaction. Are they managing that to not make it ugly so fans then, you know, argue about billionaires against millionaires? You can't have it, and Rob Manfred has had it. He's got the money thing down. Rob Manfred's got the money thing down. He doesn't have any of your votes. He's making the second most money. The league is – you would think Major League Baseball, as much as people complain – Oh, it's this uh, this wrong with it, and that's wrong with it. They are making money hand over fist. The product's off the charts, and they're going to make more and more money. Yet people still argue, oh, baseball needs to figure it out. They got that figured out uh, pretty quickly. Rob Manfred's the commissioner of the league that makes the second most money in professional sports, and he's getting zero votes as the best commissioner Um, In sports, according to you, 48% sticking with Adam Silver as the poll uh, changes here on the Nate Brown Show. I ask you that, 720-1067. Listener text coming in. Manfred is the worst commissioner. He's grown the revenue for the owners, but he can't get out of his own way in commenting on the sport. Yeah, And that's that's, um, one of those things where he looks like just the business guy, not the fan That does matter. I don't know if Roger Goodell looks like a fan or not, but Roger Goodell handles things so so much better. When it comes to the NFL, that's a big behemoth. That's that's the show. There's controversy with players, suspensions, all these incidents. Roger Goodell handles that stuff so much better, and there's uh, mishaps. There's missteps. Rob Manfred, you know, just hasn't navigated that uh, scene from the PR side, and it's hurt baseball. You'd think baseball's on life support, yet it's making the second most money. By the way, I did want to hit on that. That just came out today. This is going to be overlooked. This came out on the NFL side. They now made a record um, revenue 2021. Each team's going to get 
$345 million in the national revenue for the 2021 season. That's 12% higher than 2020. That was the pandemic season, so they got an uptick. And that is a record tally. So what that means is each team gets $345 million in national revenue from the season itself. That means the league made the most money they ever have. And a big increase, 23% increase for the NFL revenue from sponsorships mainly fueled by, guess what, sports gambling companies. Whether it's BetMGM, FoxBet, all of it, that's where the league brought in a bunch of money. So here it is. Here it is. League revenue for the 32 clubs, $11.1 billion in the NFL. $11.1 billion. Okay? That's a, uh, that's a nice uh, distribution to the clubs. League revenue distribution, $11.1 billion. The NFL overall made more than that. Made uh, estimated gross revenue. You get up into there, 16, 17, they're looking at like 18 billion. Okay, that's the total gross revenue for the NFL. It's a record. And second, guess what? Major League Baseball. But you wouldn't know it. Interesting stuff. A uh, uh, little economics, sports economics uh, lesson. Major League Baseball making money second to the NFL. The NFL just set another record. All the gambling money coming in, the TV rights deal, they believe it's going to be, uh, they got $345 million per team this year in the NFL. They think next season that's going to go to $400 million. Must be nice. Just, uh, just in time for the new Broncos owner, Rob Walton. Step- <laughs> Rob Walton, Walmart area, stepping in. Yeah, I'll take $400 million every season from the league. We can pump that into an account here for the Broncos. We'll be okay. I think Rob will be fine. Okay, Um, let's come back with A.J. Perez, front office sports, senior writer. I want to get into this story. The NFL is king when it comes to revenue. Set a record this past season. All leagues are. Major League Baseball's um, not too far back, really. About $12 billion a year. And then you've got the NBA at $10 billion. And the NHL at, they're going to be about $5.5 billion from this past season. So they're half of the NBA, and that was a record for the NHL. Record deals um, in Major League Sports. Interesting stuff. A.J. Perez coming up, senior writer for Front Office Sports on the way. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Rapid City in the Black Hills, if you're shopping for a new vehicle before you buy, stop by Gateway, one of our two locations, 123 Omaha or 410 North Campbell. We specialize in credit rebuilder programs. We specialize in finding you the rarest cars in the market. We specialize in the funnest car buying experience. If you have good credit, bad credit, no problem. We specialize in people. Gateway Autoplex with one of the largest inventories in the Black Hills. I'm Scott Anna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. 
slight chance for scattered thunderstorms. Tonight, otherwise partly cloudy. Lows around 70. Northwesterly winds, 8 to 15 miles per hour. A mix of clouds and sun. Tomorrow, slight chance for scattered thunderstorms. High temperatures reach up to 93. Overcast. Tomorrow night, chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows dip down to about 68. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 94. Whether you're buying an existing business or starting one from the ground up, Pioneer Bank & Trust understands time is money. You can get approval fast using our easy online application process. At Pioneer Bank & Trust, convenience still comes with service. Connect with your local expert for questions or advice so you can get back to focusing on what really matters, your business and your customers. Visit mylocalloan.com. Pioneer Bank & Trust. Local. Pioneer Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Blackhawk. Everyone knows scratch tickets make great gifts during the holidays. But think about it. Scratch tickets are a perfect pick-me-up for a lot of occasions. Need to thank someone? Give them a scratch. Need to say I'm sorry like you really mean it? Give a scratch. Say congrats to that promotion. New house or your friend's new dog that looks more like a possum than a poodle. You know that thing likes a good scratch. The next time you need a gift that says whatever like you mean it, quit scratching your head and just give them a scratch. Scratch tickets from the South Dakota Lottery. Good fun. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad you're here. The Black Hills Sports Station. You know that. And the Nate Brown Show Live. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Thanks for locking us in. Great guest lineup tonight. Good stuff. 1067 FM, 1150 AM on the radio side. Bring us up on your phone, on YouTube. Watch the show, The Nate Brown Show on YouTube. Also on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch us live weekdays 4 to 6. AJ Perez, senior writer, frontofficesports.com. I hit the site every day. The business side of sports, these guys uh, lead the way. Frontofficesports.com. Find him on Twitter at by AJ Perez. And he's here on the Nate Brown Show. AJ, thanks for coming on. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate your time. So I wanted to get into the story. You guys uh, have it there. Uh, the report coming out that uh, the NFL is looking to uh, get a new deal for Sunday Ticket. I've had Sunday Ticket for quite a while, AJ. Okay, so I love Sunday <laughs> Ticket. I'm watching it on DirecTV. There's one year left in the deal, 2022, so I'll be fine. But the new idea is, will the NFL go to Apple TV? Will they go streaming? Um, let's start there. Forget the money yet, but uh, is that what it's all about, uh, streaming? Is that the plan? Yeah, that looks like the plan. I mean, there's between Apple and Amazon who have been kind of 
going neck and neck uh, for Sunday Ticket. Also, this is beyond Sunday Ticket. This is also for a part of NFL Media, which has been on the market for over a year now. Where there looks like it looks like if uh, Apple or Amazon, maybe even Disney, leave a distant third, would would actually buy an equity stake at NFL Media. And NFL Media is NFL.com. It's the Red Zone Channel. It's um, uh, NFL Network. So they they've been looking for an equity partner, and I think part of the reason why we may see we're gonna get to the money in a second why why Apple could be paying twice as much as as what what DirecTV has been paid the last or have, has paid the NFL the last several seasons. That's I think that's part of it. I, I think it's more than it's it's funny it's, ticket. It's been a, it was a boon for DirecTV, especially right when they got it in the early years. Um, you know, it, it drove subscriptions. It, it was a money loser overall, and it, it, it and, and it has been pretty much the entire time DirecTV's had it, um, especially when the rates went up to $1.5 billion a year. So I, I look at it. DirecTV, you just said it. They've got NFL Sunday ticket for $1.5 billion a year. That's the rights. So Apple TV in the report, AJ, is they might go $3 billion a year, and you say they do that because... Why? It's a bigger picture thing with NFL media. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it does drive it, it does drive uh, subscriptions. It does, and I think Directv when they lose this after the season, you know that, that could be. You know, Directv and it has has had several owners. I was in, I was the subscriber for nearly nearly twenty years. Uh, a couple of years, about two or three years ago, I, I I went streaming with YouTube TV. But um, and uh, it, so it but it was it. It kept a lot of people with, with DirecTV, and that's gonna. It's, it, we'll see how, what the fallout's gonna be after, after the season. Um, but it's it, it, it's you know it, it, there's, there's every business has loss leaders, and this will be a loss leader for Apple or Amazon or, or whoever else gets it. Uh, but they are gonna get a, a likely uh, looks like a, you know they will probably get a, someone's gonna buy a small portion of NFL Media along with the the annual rights for uh, Sunday Ticket. I'll tell you what, um, so we already see some Amazon getting in on Thursday night football. So we're going to have streaming mm-hmm. Thursday night football. Now if DirecTV after this season is out and Apple gets NFL Sunday ticket, I do go down this road, and it's a small portion, AJ, but I'm wondering, hey, I'm going to a sports bar. I'm going with some buddies. I want to watch my team on the Sunday ticket. Well, now what, what do I do here? i got to have streaming TVs? What, what's the deal? That, that is uh, yeah, that, uh, something I mean, that, I'm thinking about. Yeah, that's a good question. Because right now, um, it's kind of weird right now. It, if you look at the UFC model, or UFC, you have to have ESPN Plus, and you have to pay $75 for the pay-per-view to get it. There's a little different way, to, way bars, uh, sports bars, restaurants go about it, where they, there's an outside, uh, basically an agency or a firm that, that they handles all, all the bars and restaurants on behalf of UFC, and they can still get the satellite feed. In fact, I watched an awful satellite feed a couple of weeks ago for the last UFC fight at, for the first time since the pandemic uh, at my local bar, and they were having a tons of issues with the satellite. Where you know, and I was, yeah, I'm gonna get into that, but I just got a little bit of, <laughs> they got to piss me off that night. But um, but yeah, so there are other ways around it. There and there's probably going to be some kind of commercial deal. For bars and restaurants um, with Directv, whether that's going to be with with Apple or Amazon, or it's going to be a third party doing the doing the um, handling of, of of the feed and the billing, uh, we don't know yet. Yeah, that's interesting. I just know you can pop in now and hey, this bar has Sunday ticket. You're good to go. And now if it goes Apple TV, that's the streaming side. Uh, how does that third yeah. party work? Yeah, I mean, especially if you're from uh, I'm from uh, I'm from out in the country, so we just. I don't think the, the broadband's even out where my old house was. Um, 
so yeah, we had satellites, you know, and, and you know, in the early days of satellites, the whole, the whole, the old C-band days, um, with a huge satellite. So that, so that's another thing. It's like, you know, people, a lot of the parts of this nation don't have streaming. Even, even bars and restaurants in some locations aren't, aren't able to get a, a, a stream that would be, you know, high def, uh, especially over multiple games. It, it, that eats up bandwidth. So there, is there going to be a, like an, an over the, an over the air or, a, or a, uh, uh, direct satellite, um, a version of this? I think there's, that's, uh, that hasn't been worked out with people who've been focused more, more on the consumer side. Okay, if there's one thing that'll make me get a better router, it's this, okay? So I, I got it. I got it. Um, AJ Perez on, senior writer, frontofficesports.com, talking NFL with a Sunday ticket go to Apple TV. $3 billion, the report, they may end up uh, paying. Speaking of revenue, this just came out, AJ. I just saw this, and I think that um, there's going to be more reporting on this. The NFL reportedly had record revenue in 2021 mm-hmm. distributing out 345 million per team 345 million that's the highest ever and uh, a lot of it driven by sports betting sponsorships are up 23% tv deals only going to get higher uh, when it comes down mm-hmm. to it nfl makes 18 billion the estimate in gross revenue um, i look at it i ask you this question there's no other sport that can quite catch them at all. I don't think they will. How how far is this revenue train? How far can it go? It's going to go, and it's a, in, in uh, about two or three weeks. The owners will get the first check uh, for payment for the for the record TV deal. Um, so they're so that's going to be. I mean, they're so that the the new TV deal just kicks in with the with the network, including Amazon. Uh, for the Thursday night streaming that you mentioned, so that yeah, it's going to go up. It's, there's no, and it's going to escalate. Um, now, if uh, you know some of this, then they, the NFL doesn't have a lot of, a lot of exposure with um, you know. There's crypto or NFTs. They do have a product with Dapper Labs that's uh, that's rolling out, still in beta. But um, you know, so I don't. You know, there's really nothing unless you know, unless the, the pandemic flares up again. I don't. Uh, I and you know we see um, you know, crowd crowd size limits and other measures taken. I don't I don't see the NFL taking a step back for 2022 or the next several seasons. Um, I, I live out here outside of DC where this, the market is really shrunk because of Dan Snyder um, and how people feel towards him. But they oh, but, but when you look at the league overall, it's 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 pretty healthy. Okay, so I looked into this, and I wanted to do this for this show, start my show. I said, I asked my audience, who's the best commissioner in sports? Who's the best commissioner in sports right now? Do you have an answer for that? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I, I would, uh, I mean, Adam Silver is probably, as far as fans go, and people, as people, most fans hate any commissioner. You see <laughs> right, right. food every time. And, go, and he, Batman had COVID, so he didn't, he, we didn't, we were kind of, I feel bad for him, for him, but we were kind of uh, robbed of the usual, you know, um, uh, the usual uh, booing of Bettman. But um, yeah, there's, you know, Goodell, Goodell was, I was there at the hearing last month, um, hearing Congress. He faced a lot of questions for over two hours. Uh, it, but these, they don't have easy jobs. They get paid a lot of money. And, but it's, being, being a commissioner, dealing with 30 plus billionaires or multimillionaires in the same room, Multiple times a year, everybody has their. In this matter, what sport? Every every owner has their has their thoughts and had and on how to do things. And that, it's not an easy job. And I'm not, you know, and I, I would never begrudge a, a player for making as 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 much as they can um, during their short careers. But I, it's, it's the same thing with some of these uh, commissioners. I think they 
a lot of people don't really know how tough of a job it can be, you know, and, and they do take darts and probably and a, a, a lot of the time rightly so from 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 fans and uh, columnists and such I, but uh, yeah i don't i i i, I go with adam silver so. okay you say adam silver my audience uh votes that way as well 48 percent say adam silver 34 percent roger goodell 14 percent uh, gary bettman nhl two percent rob manfred so rob manfred yeah maybe... that's pretty accurate i think that's if you did a nationwide poll i think that would be that would be very very similar actually okay. yeah that uh, yeah from the revenue side here it is and it's not all important but that i put that up as a criteria if you're a good commissioner you should bring in money for the owners roger goodell 18 billion for the nfl this past year mlb second uh aj just over eleven yeah. billion is what they're projecting. You would think as much as Major League Baseball gets, you know, dragged through the mud, that everyone, oh, baseball's struggling. They're second out of all the sports, just ahead of the NBA. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a different when you have a hundred. They do a lot more in, in attendance than the other right. sports. They have right. twice as many games as basketball and hockey, or nearly twice as many, um, and then the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, they're, I mean, they're, the audience of baseball still the issue there is it does tend to be older. Um, and uh, that and that and that could hurt them later on. But right now, you're right. It's not. It's there. I still think they 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 benefited from a from a hard cap or a soft cap, and not this revenue sharing stuff. Even though I am a Dodger fan, and I don't mind oh, it. But um, you, you know, I think, but but uh, but yeah, there's all. But there's you know, there's always you know, every league has has their their issues to deal with, and MLB to its credit. You know they're basically the backbone for ESPN Plus. They they developed uh, the, the their um, MLB Advanced Media became BamTech and, and yeah, there's they they did a lot of things. They the MLB for being what kind of an old pastime kind of sport. You know they they were they were actually on the on, on the forefront for digital and um, and 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 that's benefited now. Now we're now the downside of the MLB right now is you don't know where to find them. They're on Apple TV. They're on Peacock. They're right, on ESPN. Right. They're on Fox. It's, it's so hard to find it, and then you still have to pay. If you, if for me as a Dodgers fan, I still got to pay a couple, like over, you know, the hundred to almost two hundred dollars to watch uh, for MLB TV. Um, so yeah, there's always, you know, the the, the MLB kind of going a shotgun approach as uh, as opposed to other sports when it comes to streaming. Last question for AJ Press, senior writer, FrontOfficeSports.com. When it comes to sports and networks. This stuff just keeps growing and growing. They're spending unbelievable amounts of money. So now you got networks and you got streaming now added in. It seems like sports is the number one ticket. And I just ask you across the board, whether it's NFL being king or not, it seems like sports is king when it comes to media. Yeah, because you uh, you uh, can't time shift it. Right, right. But it's it's impossible for especially if you have if you're on Twitter or Facebook or any of the or even on even on like Google News or something to not to to not know the score of the game before before you can watch it. You have to be uh, pretty much a luddite outside of <laughs> during those two or three hours if you're if you can't you know get get to the start of the game. And that's a big thing. And that's that's what drives ad sales. That's what that's why this uh, the, the ratings of all sports have kind of gone down a little bit, but not near what the dramas are and the comedies are. The you know like the sitcoms, the regular TV. That and now it's now and and all this like you mentioned, there's so many streaming options available for people that it's it's really hard to grab an audience. And sports is the one way to do it. Good stuff. AJ Perez on uh, follow his work at by AJ Perez on Twitter. Follow him there. Frontofficesports.com. Hit the site. Senior writer on tonight. AJ, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Good to talk to him. Good stuff. Great coverage. Senior writer. Frontofficesports.com. 
A.J. Perez. The headline out today, the NFL has made a record amount of money in 2021. Highest amount ever. Gross revenue for the NFL estimated at $18 billion. So if you're keeping track at home, here's the gross revenue. I pulled this out because I said, really, how do the sports compare? With the NFL release, or, or that coming out today, the NFL getting close to $18 billion in 2021. That's now going to go up big time with the new media rights deal kicking in for this next season. Okay, so record revenue for the NFL, $18 billion estimate gross. Okay, MLB, they made $10.7 billion three years ago. That was three years ago. So they think they're going to be in that 11 to $12 billion range with more streaming partners, more sports betting revenue, that whole thing, sports betting partners. So Major League Baseball is going to be in that 11 to $12 billion range, about $6, 7000000000 billion behind the NFL. Then he got the NBA just set a record this past season. Adam Silver said they made just over $10 billion. The NBA made $10 billion just behind MLB. And then the NHL coming in at $5.5 billion estimate from Gary Bettman, uh, the commissioner. That's, that's all this past season. And it just keeps going up and up. Sports, live sports, that's what's bringing money in. Streaming and network TV. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You would think, say, you know, radio stations would uh, love covering high school sports. We do. We we love it. We love it. Live? Live? No, we don't quite make that much. Too bad. But uh, we, we bring you live high school sports. You can't get anywhere else. Believe me, that's coming up. Um, Scott Bianowski's on the way next. Major League Baseball writer for Yahoo Sports. This guy gets fired yesterday. A Major League Baseball manager gets fired. Is that the right call? He's the third guy to hit the road. We'll discuss on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Hey, families, Rapid City Pizza Ranch South on East Schumer Road is now expanding their Fun Zone Arcade by 3,000 square feet. Yes, they already have the best buffet in town at the Pizza Ranch and now a bigger Fun Zone Arcade with more party rooms. Come for the buffet at Pizza Ranch South and stay for the fun. And this is the place for birthday parties and celebrations. The grand opening of the new, bigger Fun Zone Arcade at Rapid City Pizza Ranch South is July 29th. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy. Ready. Hi, this is Rihanna Wicked at Elevate Performance. We are currently accepting new patients in need of physical therapy, and we want to show you the Elevate difference. At Elevate Performance, you have our guarantee of receiving one-on-one, high-quality care with a doctor of physical therapy. At Elevate, it's personal, and we are ready to be your partner in empowering you to live a healthy life pain-free. Remember, you have a choice for physical therapy in Rapid City, and we want you to experience the Elevate difference. We are currently accepting new patients. Just visit elevateperformancesd.com. 
Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. Here's good news from Pro Auto Care if you're looking to economize your budget. Pro Auto Care can help you get more time and mileage out of your vehicle with regular maintenance and sensible, affordable repairs. Tom and his Pro Auto Care team will save you a lot of money without you having to replace your current vehicle. At Pro Auto Care, they find and repair small, inexpensive issues before they become big, expensive problems. Schedule an inspection of your vehicle now at Pro Auto Care. Open for business as usual at 1891 Rand Road, Rapid City. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What are you doing? Just getting in the holiday spirit. Isn't it a little early for jingle bells and Christmas in general? It's never too early for Christmas, but Renewal by Anderson of South Dakota's Christmas in July sale just got me in the mood. A window sale started all this? It's not just any window sale. It's Renewal by Anderson, and it's their best offer of the year. Okay, okay. Settle down. I'll get the ladder, and we'll get started hanging the lights. Renewal by Anderson's Christmas in July sale. 20% off every window and door and no money no payment and no interest for 18 months with approved credit this means no payments until 2023 hurry the holiday savings end august 15th hassle-free energy efficient low maintenance windows with a professional fit renewal by anderson uses fibrex windows keeping your home cooler in the summer warmer in winter and reduces your energy bill they only do windows they're experts no subcontractors call today for a free in-home estimate for a perfect fit call 605-593-5991 that's 605-593-5991 renewal by anderson of south dakota when only the best will do Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Welcome back in South Dakota Sports Talk Show, your sports, your show. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. Remember, the podcast is always uh, ready for you. We upload that every night. We're live here weekdays, 4 to 6, but if you want to catch some of the interviews maybe you missed, some of the guests, some good stuff this week, the Nate Brown Show podcast available, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, the Nate Brown Show podcast will be ready. I think he's ready. Yahoo Sports, Major League Baseball, Scott Pianowski, hit the midway point of the season here. Home Run Derby's coming up Monday, All-Star Game. Find him on Twitter, at Scott underscore Pianowski. Scott, thanks for the time. How are you? I'm doing great, Nate. How are you? I'm doing good, man. So I'll, I'll run through some headlines, get your take on it. Um, Blue Jays fire their manager, Charlie Montoya, and Blue Jays are in the hunt for the postseason as of right now. Did they underachieve that much to you? For sure. Um, a, a young team with talent. You know, all the legacy players on this team, uh, you know, Guerrero and, and, and Biggio, and, um, you know, this is a team that was expected to be in contention for the AL East. And although the AL East, I think, is one of the best stories in baseball, every team over 500, the Yankees have basically already gotten the division title in the mail. They're so far ahead of everybody else. And everybody, you know, the Orioles are just happy to be competitive. The other three teams all designed themselves to be contenders. They're expected to be in the playoffs. So, 
baseball isn't like other sports where it's not like a new manager is going to come in and, with a new defensive scheme or something and, and, and change it that way. Sometimes you just need a different voice, a different tenor in the clubhouse. And Toronto was probably five or six games below where they should be right now. So I thought it was a reasonable move, not that the previous manager was really at fault. Do the Blue Jays come out of this thing? Um, they're not going to win the East, I get it, but do they come into this uh, postseason? I think so. I, I still think the Red Sox are the weakest of those three contenders in that division, the, the, the non-Yankees, because they don't have the pitching. And I don't see how they're going to get it. They got Sale back, and he was actually good in his first rehab start, but Who's to say how long? I think his elbow and shoulder right now are held together by scotch tape glue and paper clips. So I, I don't know what we expect from him. I think Toronto and, and Tampa Bay have better depth in their rotations, and especially in their bullpen. That I think they'll both make the playoffs, and the Red Sox will probably be the team out. Scott Pianowski on Major League Baseball, Yahoo Sports. Speaking of the uh, AL East, the Orioles, I mean, they've won 10 in a row. They've won 10 games in a row. I never thought I'd see it. Um Lowest payroll in Major League Baseball to start the season. Is this just baseball, or are the Orioles kind of good? I mean, they're competitive. Uh, you know, I think all the other teams in that division thought, okay, great. You know, there's Baltimore. They're going to win 55 games. We'll, we'll beat them two thirds of the time. And the Orioles haven't been that team. Probably the biggest takeaway as far as playing it forward is this means they're not going to sell. I mean, there aren't. With the new playoff format and more teams still in contention, I mean, the Orioles, are they can call themselves a contender. I don't think anybody thinks they're going to make the playoffs. But this might prevent them from trading a Cedric Mullins or trading one of their bullpen pieces. I'm curious. There's only like four or five teams I see right now. Like, okay, yeah, everything's available there. We know like Pittsburgh perennially is one of those teams. We know Washington other than Juan Soto. They would listen to you on just about anybody else. There's a couple of bad teams in the NL West. Mark Melanson already has eight losses. You know, there hasn't been a, a relief pitcher who has more than 12 losses, I think, in, in this uh, since the wild card era. So that can be in play if Mark Melanson keeps his job. But it's just great to see Baltimore, like, one of the great all-time baseball cities. They obviously have one of the gems of a ballpark. And really the ballpark that started the new trend where it's like, okay, we can go retro with the design. But we can also have all the modern amenities. That's what Camden Yard stands for. It's nice to see Baltimore not be a punching bag in 2022. Okay, who's your favorite right now AL MVP? I got to go with Aaron Judge. And I'll tell you, when they made that huge extension offer, I thought he was crazy to turn it down. But he bet on himself, prove it year. We know with guys like Stanton and Judge, a lot of times it's a matter of health. Well, Judge has been healthy and just monster mashing everything. And I also think the MVP has to be tied to a team that's relevant because your Shohei Otani certainly has a strong case. He won it last year. He's a dynamite hitter. He's a dynamite pitcher. But because the Angels are going nowhere, they've had a losing record, what, seven, eight years in a row, which is just astounding how they're wasting the Mike Trout era, how they're wasting the Shohei Otani era. It'll be interesting when he's a free agent in a year or so, see what happens there. I would rather see it, if, if one guy isn't blowing the field away, I'd rather see it go to somebody who's playing in relevant games. So I lean judge, but you have to respect what Otani's done. Jose Ramirez in Cleveland certainly has a case. But right now, my number one guy would be Aaron Judge. Scott Pianowski on Major League Baseball, Yahoo Sports. Find him on Twitter at Scott underscore Pianowski. I saw a headline. You know, it wasn't from you, but <laughs> I saw a headline said, should the Angels finally consider trading Mike Trout? What's your answer? I mean, it's one of these things you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't. I mean, they have tried things, right? I mean, they brought in Otani, which worked. They brought in Rendon, which hasn't worked. They've been willing to spend money. Uh, they brought in Joe Madden, which didn't work, uh, although I don't know what a manager can really do if the talent isn't there. The 
problem is this isn't like the NBA where you get that franchise player and you don't need that many more pieces and you're good. In baseball, you know, Mike Trout can't pitch. Yeah, Mike Trout can't close the game in the ninth inning. Mike Trout can't play first base and third base and catcher all at the same time. So I guess you have to consider if somebody came at you with a grandfather offer, I guess you'd have to listen to it. But and, and I wonder, you know, Trout's always said the right stuff. He's, he's not a controversial guy. He's not really the most quotable guy either. But he's never said, hey, what's going on here? It's kind of interesting because you think in hockey the best player in the game is generally accepted to be Connor McDavid, and Edmonton's been just about irrelevant his entire career. They did make the playoffs this year, got to the second round, but he's never had a deep run. It's just a shame that Mike Chart, I believe, right now has three playoff games on his resume, and they're not even over 500 for several years in a row. If I were the Angels, I would listen. I wouldn't openly say we're looking to trade him or anything. If somebody called and said, okay, we want to try to take Mike Trout, at least see what they're offering. It's interesting. How could you navigate that with the fans? An uprising, right? An uprising if they did it. Plus, I don't know what they're going to do. I think Otani's deal is up at the end of next year, and obviously he's going to, you know, he's going to get a blank check offer from some of the big markets. I would think the Yankees would throw huge money at him. I think he's going to be actually. I think Otani's going to be a Dodger in a couple of years. You think about it. He already knows what Southern California is like. He probably could keep the same you know, living situation, or he wouldn't have to change it that much. He's used to the culture. It's a place where a star. You know, stars like to live in the Los Angeles area because you don't have the fishbowl atmosphere that you have in some other cities. You know, because you're just surrounded by all this other Hollywood stuff that the people kind of take in stride. Oh, okay, there's a major league baseball player. No big deal. I don't think the Angels are going to be able to keep. I think they're going to try to. I think that the problem is they're going to be other teams. They're going to basically say, "Here's a blank check. You put in whatever numbers you want. You are probably the biggest draw in the game right now. You're the most marketable player in the game right now." You know, I think he's going to be on a Yankees, on a on a Dodgers. You know, maybe the Mets. They they have a bottomless you know supply of money, and it's nice to see them relevant again. I I don't think the Angels. I don't see how the Angels can win here. I really don't. It's really something. I mean, the Angels have two marquee players, uh, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and and really nothing to show for it. Uh, Scott Pianowski on before I let him run. Yahoo Sports, Major League Baseball. I want your reaction to this. David Wells, grind workhorse pitcher, all-timer, right? He says, Mm -hmm. I haven't watched baseball in four years. I don't like it. It's a different breed of player. They're pampered. They're coddled. It's more about money than putting their bodies on the line. I don't know if that's fair. What's your reaction? Yeah, David Wells, you know, not never afraid to say controversial things. I do think the game needs improvement. Um, there, there's a pitch clock right now in the minor leagues that I think is going to be major league ready next year. People kind of had it with the umpire, and we've talked a lot about a lot of the problems in baseball right now with the strike zone. And the strike zone, whether it's you alter the strike zone or you get the human element out of the strike zone, I think either one would be an improvement to get more balls in play. I think the shift also, I don't know if this would be a huge difference, but the hard-hit ground balls have never been converted into outs as often as they are right now, and it's because the defensive positioning is so good. And it's going to be a happy medium here. I mean, you can't camp all your defenders in a basketball game by the goal. There are things you can't do in a formation in football. There's a blue line in hockey. I think they need to have the pitch clock comes in, that's good. The pace of the game will be quicker. The strike zone, they need to get that fixed, whether it's with the actual zone itself or the umpiring. And, man, I I don't see why you can't have two defenders on either side of second base. I think that would be a good start to just bore those balls. How many times do you see see a ball hit up the middle and your mind says, that's a base hit, and then there's a guy standing right there. I I don't find that satisfying. I know not everybody in the industry agrees. My friend Joe Sheehan would be screaming at me right now, (laughs) a baseball writer I greatly respect. But those are some of the improvements I think you can have in the game. As far as the players themselves, I think they're fine. Yeah, yeah. The talent. 
I don't. I don't think it. Well, just saying these guys are are spoiled brats. I don't buy that. I think the talent level has never been higher. The problem is that the pitchers are so talented that they're kind of suffocating the offense at times. But I don't think the players are the problem here. That's where I thought it was uh, not quite fair uh, on that side of it. Scott Pianowski on tonight talking Major League Baseball All Star Break. On the way, Home Run Derby Monday, Major League Baseball, Yahoo Sports. Scott underscore Pianowski on Twitter. Scott, best to you. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, Nate. Thanks for having me. Appreciate your time. Scott Pianowski, always great to have him. Fox Sports Rapid City, Major League Baseball, yahoosports.com. Um, yeah, David Wells, that's where he went wrong. I mean, all you old school guys are going to like that, right? I'm an old school guy. Oh, baseball's not what it once was. It, baseball even gets more more old school. Like, I'm an old school sports guy. The baseball fans, some of the baseball fans are really old school. David Wells said that um, in, a, in a podcast interview. He says, I don't like baseball anymore. I've watched, I haven't watched baseball in four years. Okay. Come on, David. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. What I mean, you think David Wells hasn't watched baseball in four years? Maybe he hasn't watched it time in, time out. David Wells, Yankees, great pitcher, right, over the years? And he hasn't watched baseball in four years? And he said, the players are pampered a little bit. They're coddled. See, that's the wrong direction, David. That's the wrong direction. You could say that because they don't pitch complete games and and when they take days off, whatever it is. A lot of times, that's the upper management, that's the GMs, that's the uh, the guy, the manager saying, "Don't play this guy, don't play that guy." Well, we got a lefty here. Don't play this lefty. All the analytics are telling us, "Don't play this guy." Oh, he's our best hitter. Ah, not today. Not today. The analytics here. I pulled it up in my computer. My trusty computer here says we shouldn't play our best hitter today because he hasn't hit a left-handed uh, pitcher on a Tuesday. Um, it's just not not going to work. That's where it's going wrong. It's not the player saying, take me out out of a complete game. I mean, David Wells, hey, oh, the players are pampered. I understand they're making a ton of money. David made plenty. The last time I checked, he made plenty. Uh, but they're making a ton of money. I get it. But I don't think the players are that much different in Major League Baseball. You could say professional athletes are different across the board with all the money. The egos, the whole thing, I, I understand. I don't think baseball players themselves get a bad rap for being coddled, really pampered. I don't think so. I think of guys like Cooper Bowman, who's grinding, grinding major league, trying to get there. He got drafted, and he's grinding in the minors in his first year. I don't think uh, a lot of the players are a lot softer, as, as a lot of the old school guys want to say. The style of the game and how we play it is... There's no more complete games for Jack Morris. I, I get it. There's not the players saying, yeah, I'm out. A lot of players still have fire, I believe. I think some, sometimes the old guys say, oh, it's never going to be like uh, it was. Well, it ha- I mean, that's the story across the board. Coming right back with Ryan Aber talking Big 12. He covers the Sooners for the Oklahoman. He's had Big 12 media days. What's next for the Big 12? They have a new commissioner. What teams would they look to add now that they're losing Texas and Oklahoma? 
break it down. College football realignment. Ryan Aber, the Oklahoman on the way. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Hello, this is Robbie at Bargain Barn Tire Pros. At Bargain Barn Tire Pros, we are what we like to call your one-stop vehicle shop. Some of you don't realize that we're more than just a tire shop. We are a full-service center. We do brakes, shocks, alignments, and we also do exhaust. So if your vehicle is loud or making a squeak, call the pros at Tire Pros. 1610 Campbell Street, 1811 Deadwood Avenue, or look us up on the web at BarganBarnTire.com. Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet buys cars. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too. We make cash offers to purchase local cars, trucks, and SUVs every day. Tired of listing online? Tired of messages? Or just tired of making payments? Whatever the reason, make an appointment at rapidchevrolet.com for a no-obligation appraisal. It's fast and free. When you're ready to sell, we're ready to buy. At Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet, Rapid City. Deadwood's biggest giveaway just got bigger at First Gold Gaming Resort. Our Golden Cash Blast has grown from $12,000 to a whopping $18,000. Now you can win $1,000 in cash every 30 minutes from 5 p.m. till 11 p.m. Saturday nights. Then at 11.30, all previous winners and qualifying players have a shot at the grand prize of $5,000 in cash. The $18,000 Golden Cash Blast on Saturday, July 23rd at First Gold Gaming Resort. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. All right, it's summer in the Black Hills, and if you're looking for the best place to have a cold one, the best selection by far is at Pour 54 downtown. 54 taps of beer from local and regional breweries, a great sports area upstairs, and they're bringing in live music with their summer concert series. Pour 54 has something for everybody, and the food is outstanding. Enjoy summer in the Black Hills and take your crew to Pour 54 downtown Main Street. Fans know some things just go together. Slam dunks and three-pointers, face paint and super fans, game days and tailgates. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson, and I know another winning combination, home and auto. Me and my team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which saves you time and money. So get your home and auto on the same team and score some savings. Call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, at 342-0188. Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 11.50 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. We are live on a Thursday, Fox Sports Rapid City. Hot one, man. It's a hot one. 
I'm not complaining. I like hot. I was hearing people today talk about the weather for 10 minutes. It was amazing. What a podcast, though. And uh, everybody does a podcast these days. It's something else. Um, It's hot. I'm okay with it. It's summer, man, in the Black Hills. We know that. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show is live. Fox Sports Rapid City. Ryan Aber is in. Let's talk Big 12. Well, Sooners getting set for a Big 12 season, but then they're off to the SEC. What's next for the Big 12 Conference at large? Ryan Aber writes for the Oklahoman Sooners beat writer, Oklahoman.com. Ryan, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing great. Just uh, finished my writing, so perfect timing uh, to, to <laughs> talk to you this afternoon. Just sitting here really on the sidelines at AT&T Stadium at Jerry World uh, watching them uh, tear everything down after uh, Big 12 media days. It seems like it gets earlier every year. The offseason gets shorter. But, uh, you know, it's, it's almost football time here before too long. I know that, and I'm thinking about this uh, upcoming Big 12 season. The Sooners are still in the mix. They got a new head coach in Brent Venables. I mean, the whole thing. But I think about what did, what did it feel like, Ryan, right now for the Big 12 Conference? I know you cover the Sooners, but what is the feeling right now for the Big 12 Conference, in your opinion? You know, I think it's much different than it was a year ago. And I actually wrote about this uh, in today's Oklahoma and off of the first day of uh, Media Days yesterday. Uh, you know, a year ago when OU and Texas announced that they were leaving, which happened about a week after Big 12 Media Days, you know, there was uh, a lot of confusion and a lot of worry about the future of the Big 12 Conference. And now with what they've added in, in UCF and, and Houston and Cincinnati and Brigham Young, uh, along with what, what happened, you know, recently with USC and UCLA and, and what that did to throw the Pac-12 into a similar uh, state of uh, uh, chaos, uh, you know, I, I think the Big 12 feels like they're in a much better position now uh, than they were when, when that happened. And, and I especially talked to Oklahoma State and the way that they're affected. Uh, but hearing Brent Yormark speak yesterday very confidently, very directly about being open for business and they're going to do what's best for the league as far as going out, getting other teams to see if there's some additive value, which there uh, was from those four teams a year ago. But was hard to see anybody else that really made sense. And now all of a sudden you've got a chance for the Big 12 to creep up and, and sort of be you know, right there behind uh, the SEC and the Big 10 that nobody's really going to catch uh, right now in the, the system of things. So I, I think there's a, a much more confident feel uh, than there was uh, what, a little bit less than a year ago. Let me, when uh, things went crazy. Let me throw out four schools that I think make sense for the Big 12. I know there's a lot of moving balls, a lot of balls in the air to make this happen. But I look at, you got to look at markets, TV, numbers, revenue, okay, academic fit. Here's four. Arizona, Arizona State, the Colorado Buffaloes, which have been in the Big 8, Big 12, and Utah. BYU's already coming in. So then you got Utah. Do those four schools make sense? Uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways, obviously, I, I think if you're going to really want to, to go out and add value to me, and if you're able to get them from the Pac-12, 
uh, I, I throw Washington and Oregon in that mix because of what they bring their programs, especially football-wide. The only one that I'd maybe uh, push back against is the one that on the surface is the most obvious one that, that you said, which is Colorado. I, I think just the, uh, the uh, dedication that they've shown, the, the commitment that they've shown to their football program and athletics as a whole is on a different level from uh, you know a lot of the, the school, other schools in this conference. And I think it's going to be really tough for them maybe to find a home at that uh, top level of college football when everything is all said and done without some serious changes. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of those that you mentioned uh, made a lot of sense. The good thing for the Big 12 is there's a whole lot more teams that make sense that you could go out and add uh, than there were uh, a year ago as they were going through this process. Sooners beat writer for the Oklahoman at Big 12 Media Days, Ryan Aber on talking Big 12 Sooners uh, college football realignment. So I'll look at this. I'm going to throw this out. Oklahoma, one of the circled games for a lot of Husker fans up here, Ryan, is Oklahoma and Nebraska. What type of game do you think that is just uh, here uh, two months out? You know, I think on the surface, you'd probably say, oh, this shouldn't be, you know, very competitive. OU, with all the questions that it has, uh, is clearly in a much better position program-wise and going into the season than Nebraska is. Obviously, the Cornhuskers are, are at a spot where they have to show some pretty significant improvement if Scott Frost is going to continue uh, beyond this season. But I think it's going to be one of those uh, close, tight games like it was a year ago because of, one, all the, the issues and questions that Oklahoma has. They're in a time of transition, not only with the head coach, but their offense and defense have changed completely, and they lost a lot of really, really good players from last year's team, as the NFL draft uh, represents. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, and the fact that it's early in the season, and they won't have time to, to settle in to that game. And I think Nebraska is going to be playing with some um, desperation at, at that point. And they will have had a little bit more time to uh, get acclimated into the season with uh, what their schedule uh, sets up like. But also just the fact of how big this game is going to be for Nebraska, for both sides really, uh, as a, a celebration of what was once uh, one of the premier rivalries in college football and, and heck at one point it was the most consequential rivalry in college football obviously a little little bit different now but uh it, that's going to be a special game for sure game of the year uh for the huskers i think i think on that side of it i know they got big 10 games too but let's say uh, that's a big one uh coming up ryan abert covers the sooners for the oklahoman at big 12 media days so final question here's the biggest one of the day um did we settle right at big 12 media days are we still going to have the horns down as a penalty is horns down a penalty <laughs> what's going on Here's the deal with that, and every year it gets brought up, every year it gets asked about, and heck, it's good that people ask about it because <laughs> it, 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 people are going to click on those stories that talk about horns down. I mean, is it good? Is it bad? Is it going to be penalized? Is it not? The truth is that horns down is like any other hand signal, which Greg Burks finally said uh, in, a, in a more direct way today than he has. The problem is you do it in somebody's face. It's a penalty. You do it on the sidelines. 
it's no big deal, or as you, you score a touchdown, it's not directed at somebody else. You know, the weird thing about okay. OU, okay. the weird thing about OU is that, you know, the horns down sort of become OU's de facto hand signal, even not against Texas, uh, you know, independent of that. Clearly what happened with Will Greer a couple years ago set off this whole uh, conversation about is it a penalty, is it not? But, uh, you know, no, we didn't definitively answer anything <laughs> because the people who get most fired up about it aren't really going to listen to the explanations that are given pretty much every year. All right. It sounds like if we do a little taunting to a player, it is horns down. If we kind of do horns down, a little celebration, maybe Noah flags are going to fly. Uh, I know that was a uh, discussion over the last year. Ryan Aberon from Big 12 Media Days in Dallas. Oklahoman.com for the coverage. Covers the Sooners. Sooners Huskers coming up in a couple of months. Uh, Ryan, always good, man. Thanks for hopping on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Always enjoy it. Y'all have a, a good one up there. Stay cool. And, uh, yeah, just a couple months away from uh, – some really big games in, in college football. For sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming on. Ryan Aber, Oklahoman.com, Sooners beat writer, uh, talking Big 12 media days. Uh, changes, I think, coming for the Big 12 still. And um, I, I have to throw out, he said, hey, what about Oregon and, and Washington if they're going to leave the Pac-12? They, they would go to the Big 12. Well, the Big 12 may want them. I don't think that's going to work. I'm going to tell you, Oregon, Washington, I bet you are on the phone with the Big Ten begging. Oregon, Washington feel like a Big Ten thing, not a Big 12 thing. And then I go down another tier. I go down a tier. Colorado feels like a Big 12 thing. Arizona, Arizona State, that feels more like a Big 12 thing. And throw in Utah with BYU already in the conference. So I, I think if you're going to go with four, Big 12, if they can add four, Arizona Wildcats, Arizona State Sun Devils, Colorado Buffaloes, Utah Utes. That's who I think makes sense. May not be their top, top choices. That's who I'm going to – that's who I would roll with. Um, coming right back on the Nate Brown Show in the drive at 5 on a Thursday. I have a question for everybody. Everybody's an expert here, right? You always help us in our question of the day. What should be the number one goal for a high school athlete this season? Okay? High school sports coming up in a month. It's coming up in a month. This is, listen carefully. What should be the number one goal for a high school athlete? I'll answer that question of the day and let you know everybody's answer on the way. Did you miss an interview or great segment on The Nate Brown Show? Just find The Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Building new is a great way to get the home of your dreams. Let Black Hills Federal Credit Union help with individualized solutions. Finance up to 100% of your project with BHFCU's single closed construction loan, giving you the buying power you need in this crazy market. Plus, experience peace of mind when you lock in your rate at the beginning of the process. Learn more at BHFCU.com or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is an equal housing lender. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well-fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life. Whiter wheat, classic or old-fashioned, with or without sesame seed. With so many choices, selecting the right bun for your perfectly grilled burgers, hot dogs, and brats can seem overwhelming. Relax. The bakers at Village Hearth have made your choice easy. With state-of-the-art bakeries and facilities throughout the Midwest, our buns are baked and delivered by folks just like you. So when you see the familiar red Village Hearth logo on the package, you'll be selecting the freshest, most flavorful buns available. Village Hearth Buns. Baked locally, delivered fresh daily. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate? Dakota Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show Live, and the Drive at 5 on a hot Thursday. It's all right. It's all right. Listener text coming in. Nate, I like the hot summer as well, not the humidity here in the Black Hills. Too humid. Humid. That is correct. I went to Ogden, Utah over the 4th of July, and I got to tell you this. Went to Ogden, Utah, since we're giving weather reports here on the program today, which is what I love. Um, Ogden, Utah's dry as a bone. I mean, it's drought. It is dry. I go back there. I spend a few days, and then I come back here, and I'm just sweating. I got the meat sweats. Just got the sweats back here. It's a little humid. It's okay. Hey, we got a good show for you on a Thursday. We'll keep it rolling. Reese Monaco coming up. He's the new head play-by-play man for the Wyoming Cowboys. Yes, the Wyoming Cowboys legendary broadcaster Dave Walsh, who joined us earlier this week. He's retiring. Reese Monaco stepping in as the lead play-by-play man for the Pokes. And he's going to join us live talking about uh, stepping into that role. Reese Monaco on the way. The Drive at Five brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. When it comes to pre-owned selection, that's the place. When it comes to car buying built around you, that's the place. Experience the Summit difference. SummitAutoGRP.com. For your next pre-owned vehicle search, start there. SummitAutoGRP.com. Dot com And the drive at five. I have a question of the day. Let's throw it out. Um, and the reason I throw this one out, it's interesting because I saw this coach and this coach posted this. Is a Nash, uh, this is a coach who kind of does motivational speaking and goes around the country. And he posted this on his Twitter. He said, um, hey, the goal of high school sports is not to get a scholarship. He said, remember that, please, please, parents, athletes, everybody. 
So he just posted this on Twitter, and it's kind of went around, people sharing it, stuff like this. He says, the goal is not, in high school sports, is not to get a scholarship. So I thought I'd throw that out. We talk a lot of high school sports in this program. And I thought I'd throw that out to the audience. What should be the number one goal for today's high school athlete? By the way, I agree. It's not to attain a scholarship. Scholarship is for some very high-level athletes. Not everybody's going to be there. There's some great athletes in high school. Didn't get scholarships to NAIA, to D2, to, to wherever, right? So I'm, I'm, I agree with the coach, the, the viral tweet. The goal is not to get a scholarship. Remember that. Yet I know there's a, ho- a huge portion of parents that say, hey, we got to work, we got to put in the work, we got to practice, so we got to do this. Why? The, I think a lot of them think, well, we could get an opportunity, right? That's the culture we live in. We, we could get a, a scholarship. And even if we get $1,000, we get books and, and other stuff for 1000 bucks. Boy, we got a scholarship and, and we're proud. That, that's all good. It's all fine. What should be the number one goal for today's high school athlete? I'm going to give you some options. Here's some options. I'm, I'm going to throw this out, see if anybody votes for it. Try to attain a scholarship. Is that, you know, if you're if you're the best of the best, is that your number one goal? Maybe for a select portion it is. Try to attain a scholarship. But what should it be? Fun? Is it fun? Or I'm going to throw this out. Is it compete, work, and win? This is an interesting uh, scenario, right? Because some people say, Maybe you can do both of those, but if you have to say, what's the number one goal of a high school athlete? What should be? What should be the number one goal of today's high school athlete as we get ready for a high school sports season in a month? What's your answer to that? Do you have an answer to that? Compete, work, and win, or fun? And then, I'll, you know, the third one, the scholarship. If you're, if, if you're really, hey, uh, the scholarship should be the goal. I mean, quit messing around. <laughs> By the way, let's pull this up. I want to see what uh, way people go on this. 720-1067. 720-1067. You can join us on the line or on the Barron's Wilson text line if you want to answer question of the day. I, uh, I'm i interested in this. Compete, work hard, win. I mean, you kind of throw all those things. That means it's it's serious business. I mean, that means high school sports is serious business. We're not just going out there to mess around, right? Um, or is it, no, the number one goal is fun. Fun friendships, that, that thing. Fun friendships. Look at the answers right now. Here's the answer so far. What should be the number one goal for today's high school athlete? 72% say competitiveness, working hard, and winning. 72%. 28% say fun, just have fun, develop friendships. Zero percent answering to attain the scholarship. So <laughs> we, we've got we had votes coming in on this before the show. I threw it out on Twitter. No votes. No votes for uh, try to attain a scholarship. So that coach that said, "Hey, parents, everybody, remember the goal isn't a scholarship. That's not the goal of high school sports." Uh, we, well, my audience, uh, they get it. Zero percent voted for that. But how about this? I'm. Uh, that's my answer. By the way. My answer is, uh, with the 72%, yes, I, I want to, I, number one is, I want to compete, I want to work hard, 
and I want to win. Is it the end all be all? No, but I don't want it to be. The, the reason I say that's number one, why? You know what comes with that? Here, it's an old line I used to use. Winning is fun. This is what a coach, you know, told me a long time, <laughs> a long time ago. You've heard that line, right? That's not an original. Winning is fun. So if I'm a high school athlete, my number one goal is I better be ready to compete. I better be ready to work because I want to. I want to win. That's that is the goal for me. I'm not a high school athlete, so I'm trying to share the. Uh, knowledge here with you get ready in a month practice starting up less than that competitiveness working hard winning fun and friendships I, i'm i'm good with it that's not my number one goal that will come with the culture the winning the camaraderie if we're losing we're pouting we have a bad culture that comes from losing i believe that i believe that losing creates bad cultures, environments. I'm not going to have as much fun. I'm going to compete, work, and win. I'm with the 72%. Um, Lister text coming in. Let's see. The high school kids' goal should be have fun, but improve in whatever sport they participate in. Okay, improvement. I'm, I, I'm, I'm there with you. Improvement. Let's, let's try to improve and win. <laughs> well, I just, I want to compete. I want to win. I don't want to have somebody out there that's uh, just, you know, let's, have, let's make sure both teams have fun today. That's all. Let's, and then we'll have fluffy pancakes after the game. I don't want that. Listener text, team state championships, number one goal. Or go play rec league. Team state championship, number one goal. I'm with you on that. You got to set the bar high. If you set the bar low, then we well we we did pretty well. And you got to build it. I get it. You got to build it. Number one goal for a high school athlete: compete, work, put the win in that category. I I am. Reese Monaco's in next. Wyoming Cowboys lead play-by-play man. He's stepping in for the legendary Dave Walsh. His name's Reese Monaco. You're going to hear him live all season on Fox Sports Rapid City. Covering the pokes, let's talk to the head play-by-play guy next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Hello, this is Robbie at Bargain Barn Tire Pros. At Bargain Barn Tire Pros, we are what we like to call your one-stop vehicle shop. Some of you don't realize that we're more than just a tire shop. We are a full-service center. We do brakes, shocks, alignments, and we also do exhaust. So if your vehicle is loud or making a squeak, call the pros at Tire Pros. 1610 Campbell Street, 1811 Deadwood Avenue, or look us up on the web at BarganBarnTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tonight, otherwise partly cloudy. Lows around 70, northwesterly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. A mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms. High temperatures reach up to 93. Overcast tomorrow night. Chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows dip down to about 68. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 94. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, 
Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer from Denny Menholt Toyota. Use your phone. It's fast and easy. Pull up our website, click on Value Trade-In, scan your VIN, and tell us about your car. You are on your way to a no-hassle, no-commitment cash offer on your vehicle in under five minutes. Bring your vehicle and your Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer to Denny Menholt Toyota and get cash or trade-in credit today. See you soon at Denny Menholt Toyota, Rapid City. Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Drive at Five on a Thursday, the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. I got a, I got a couple of texts here on the text line, 720-1067. I said it's a hot summer in the Black Hills. It's, uh, you know, humid. I've had the meat sweats. I got a couple of texts here. That meat sweats? What's the, what? <laughs> when you eat as much steak and grill as much as I do, you just, just get back to me, okay? I'm a grill master. It's hot. Yeah, eat a lot of meat, you get hot. You never heard of the meat sweats? <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, by the way. Not complaining. You know, love beef. It's what's for dinner. Uh, Reese Monaco's on the way right now. He's the new play-by-play man for the Wyoming Cowboys. And we announced this here on July 1st on Fox Sports Rapid City. We are the official affiliate for Wyoming Cowboys football. I'm excited about it. A lot of Wyoming alumni. Okay. A lot of fans, and uh, so we decided let's go with Wyoming and put them on. And then Reese Monaco gets the opportunity to go from the sidelines to the play-by-play booth. He'll be the lead play-by-play man stepping in for Dave Walsh. It'll be Reese Monaco and Kevin McKinney on the call, and Reese giving us some time joining us here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Reese, good to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing well, Nate. Uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, I tell you what, we couldn't be – more thrilled to be in Rapid City, uh, have a Cowboy uh, Sports and the Cowboy Sports Network up there and in Rapid in the Black Hills. And like you said, there's there's a lot of alumni. There's a lot of interest in Wyoming athletics up there, not only in the northeast corner of Wyoming, but, you know, southwest South Dakota. And if somebody doesn't know what the meat sweats are, Nate, they're just not working hard enough. I tell That's you right. what, they, they've got to step up to the. They've got to step up their game just a little bit. Yes, you are correct. I just got the text and it said, "How about the salad sweats?" Well, I mean, you don't sweat, okay? Salads for uh, people that don't eat steak. All right. Um, let me get. Let me get into this, Reese. I want to ask you because you've been a part of the broadcast for a while. You really have. So you've been a part of this broadcast. Now you step into a different role. When you just talk about, I guess, the opportunity working with Dave Walsh and Kevin McKinney over these years. 
It's been absolutely incredible. Uh, I don't I don't know if they you know, it can be proven or if there's anything to back this up. But at one point, I think Dave and Kevin were the longest running. Uh, football radio play-by-play team west west of the Mississippi. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with Kevin for the last two years doing Cowboy basketball when Dave decided to step away from there. And now that he's stepped away from football, it's certainly taken it up a notch. And working with those two guys, uh, they're, you know, their names are synonymous with Wyoming athletics. And you know, Dave Walsh is a beloved in the state of Wyoming, and so is Kevin McKinney. And it's an absolute honor to be able to work alongside Kevin, you know, in this capacity now as the play-by-play guy and he being the color guy. But replacing Dave Walsh, is a, he, he's irreplaceable, mate. The guy is a legend. He's got one of the most distinctive voices when it comes to play-by-play. Absolutely incredible. And, you know, people say I got big shoes to fill. Well, no, I don't have big shoes to fill. You can't fill Dave Walsh's shoes. So I'm just going to do my best and, you know, hopefully give everybody my words I view of what's going on with Cowboy football. And, you know, hopefully it rises to the level that Dave carried on for so many years. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Reese Monaco is going to be the lead play-by-play man for Wyoming football. We start our coverage August 27th as the Pokes visit Illinois and Reese Monaco stepping in for Dave Walsh. When you heard that this might be the possibility, um, Dave hasn't missed a football game in 38 years, Reese. I mean, as a broadcaster myself, I'm going, wow, that's unbelievable. I mean, I've done a lot of games, but I've missed games here and there. Um, when it comes down to it, how hard of a worker was was Dave Walsh as you, you kind of as he kind of helped build this uh, network? Oh, he was tireless, and you know, Dave uh, Dave's preparation was uh, unbelievable for for a broadcast. When he was going into a game, there's really nothing he didn't know about both teams and he, he was just absolutely tireless and you know he's he did games on crutches uh, he did games, Is that right? you know wow. where he could barely he could even talk uh, he was an iron man and he is uh, he's you know dave is a great friend of mine and i consider dave a mentor as well and he uh, he's you know, Dave and Kevin have forgotten more about Wyoming athletics than I'll probably ever know, Nate. So it's a, it's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, let me ask you about your approach because it's interesting. When you step in for a legend, I just had a guy on. He's he's going to replace a legendary announcer at Florida State, uh, Jeff Colhane, and he's going to go from North to go to State, and he's, he, got, he has the gig at Florida State. Now, you've been a part of the Wyoming Network, so you're not an unfamiliar voice or uh, name, but you say – you can't fill the shoes. You got to blaze your own trail. What's your uh, what's your approach here to be the new play-by-play man for the Pokes? Yeah, it is. I just kind of want to put my own touch on it, my own little spin. Uh, before I stepped into the sidelines uh, gig for football, and while I was uh, doing sidelines for football, you know, I did play-by-play for Wyoming women's basketball. So yeah, there's a familiarity there, and I think that's one reason why they kind of stuck with me is uh, because Wyoming fans that uh, do recognize the voice and they know my style uh and you know i just want to try to put my own stamp on it to look like you said and and do what i do and you know whether people like it i hopefully people will like uh what i'm trying to do but having kevin there that's going to that's going to ease the transition just a little bit because uh, you know kevin has been doing basketball for wyoming for 50 years and 
football for over 38. So having Kevin alongside me is going to ease this transition a little bit and, you know, take away some of the pain for Cowboy fans because Dave Walsh was so well-liked. Well, I look forward to having you on. Reese Monaco is going to be the play-by-play man for the Pokes. You're hearing him first on the Nate Brown Show, and we'll have Cowboy football starting August 27th. One Cowboy football question. I know you don't have to do game prep quite yet, but as you get uh, as you step in here, Pokes football, it's going to look different. New QBs, new players in the transfer portal. What does it look like for you? An interesting schedule. Illinois, BYU, some interesting non-conference games. Yeah, that old rivalry with BYU going back out to Provo. When they left uh, the Mount West Conference, you know, Tom Berman, the athletics director, I think he, I remember him saying, you know, we're never going to schedule BYU again. But somehow it's amazing what happens when you need games in this day and age of uh, college football. But the quarterback situation, that was unique, Nate. It was almost like Wyoming and Utah State just pulled off a trade. You know, Levi Williams transfers to Utah State to be with his uh, fiance out there. And then uh, Peasley uh, comes to Wyoming, almost like they swapped, but he's going to have a chance at starting. And right now, I think he, even though Craig Bolt didn't release a depth chart at the end of spring football like he normally does, I would think he right now is the number one, and it is his job to lose. Something would have to happen, I mean, drastically. Somebody's certainly going to have to step up, or he may get hurt, knock on wood. But that's going to be a cornerback is going to be a position that is going to be interesting. You know, the Cowboys lost their two corners. The transfer portal really hurt the Cowboys after last season. But Craig Bowl, you know, sometimes you say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and he certainly tried to learn some. He went the portal route himself to try and fill some of those holes, bringing in a linebacker from Michigan State and also got a defensive end a transfer from Alabama. Well, he didn't play a whole bunch at Alabama, but – Still, he knows what that program is like, and he knows what it's like to win. So, you know, you can the transfer portal goes both ways, and Craig Bowl certainly uh, tried using it to his advantage this offseason. It does feel like Mountain West football will be interesting this season, Reese. I'm telling you, I know Boise State's always up there. You know, San Diego State, it, it's tough. Um, Wyoming's on the tough side of the Mountain West. I don't know if there's a clear-cut favorite. Um, we'll start our coverage of. Cowboy football on Fox Sports Rapid City. Reese Monaco, the play-by-play man with Kevin McKinney, August 27th at Illinois. Reese, have a good rest of your summer. Looking forward to having you on. Thanks for stopping by. Well, it's great visiting with you, Nate. Feel free to call me anytime. I'd love to get on with you and uh, talk to the people of the Black Hills there in Rapid City. Um, you know, like I said, great fans up there. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Rapid and Deadwood area when I was growing up, so I'm very familiar with the area, and uh, I just want to thank you for adding a Cowboy Sports Network to your lineup, and uh, hopefully it, uh, hopefully people will you know, become some Cowboy fans up there. I like it. I like it. Looking forward to it. Appreciate him uh, coming on. Reese Monaco He's the new play-by-play man stepping in for Dave Walsh. We're excited about it. Cowboy football on Fox Sports Rapid City. All games uh, right here, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. And Reese Monaco with Kevin McKinney uh, should be a great uh, football season in the Mountain West. And we start with Illinois, the Big Ten non-conference matchup, August 27th. Football's uh, coming. Appreciate Reese Monaco stopping in. We're going to come right back with five questions from Chris. It's a Thursday on the Nate Brown Show. You better believe it. Five questions from Chris. Our loyal listener, Chris, dials it up for me. I've got five rapid answers to the biggest questions of the week next. This 
This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 1067 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. First Gold Gaming Resort's concert packages for every show at Deadwood Mountain Grand handles all your before and after planning. Our packages come with prime seats to the show, an overnight stay for two in our travel lodge by Wyndham, $40 in free promo play, transportation to and from First Gold and the Grand, plus breakfast in our horseshoe restaurant the next morning. And the best part? Packages start at just $155 for two people. Book your concert package now by calling 800-274-1877. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Complete your family and save a life by adopting from the Humane Society of the Black Hills. Each year, the Humane Society of the Black Hills provides medical care, food, and shelter to over 4,000 animals. Many that arrive are waiting for a second chance at a loving forever home. Unable to adopt? There are other ways to show your support, including fostering, volunteering, and donating. Visit hsbh.org to learn more and view animals currently waiting for their forever homes. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on a Thursday. Glad you're a part of the program. We are live on Fox Sports Rapid City. You know that. 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. You know how else you can listen here. If you get out of range of the radio, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Also bring us up right there on your work computer. It's okay. I said it's okay. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Follow this show on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show, and watch us live in studio. Welcome in, at Nate Brown Show on Twitter. The Nate Brown Show on YouTube. And if you miss anything live, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. I know everybody's got a podcast. We might as well, too. Okay, I get it. The Nate Brown Show podcast, available where you download podcasts. It's a Thursday. One of my favorite segments. You know it. Five questions from Chris. Chris works hard, man. He goes through this uh, sports scene, and he said, Here's five questions every week, and uh, maybe I have good answers. Sometimes I might whiff. But let's go with five questions from Chris on a Thursday this week. Question number one. Since we are past the halfway point in baseball, let's chatter about who is the MVP, Nate. Who do you have for American League MVP? It's down to Aaron Judds and Shohei Otani. Well... I'm going to tell you, it's got to be Aaron Judge. Got to be Aaron Judge. On the pace for 60 home runs, I believe. Will he get there? Who knows? But he's on that pace. And uh, you're talking about leading the league in runs, home runs, total bases, Aaron Judge, Yankees. So whether you agree with it or not, whether you agree, you know, you say Shohei Otani, I mean, he's a transformational player. I, I understand he won it last year. 
but it's Aaron Judge this year. Yankees are, are just blazing the competition. So give me Aaron Judge, American League MVP. I'm in on that. Question number two, the Home Run Derby is Monday. Pete Alonso is trying to be the first Major League player to win the Home Run Derby three consecutive times. Should fans be the ones voting for the players in the Home Run Derby, or should the commissioner select the batters? Right now, the commissioner selects the batters. So, hey, here's the Home Run Derby. It's this guy, this guy, this guy. You know how I say fans, I don't love voting for the All-Star game? Because a lot of fans, it's, it's a popularity thing, and you vote for Fernando Tatis Jr., who hasn't even played this season, and he's like number five for shortstops. I, I don't love that because I don't know who's doing that. The, the kids or, or you know some of the people, just a popularity deal, I don't love that. But in this case, I actually think if the fan, this is kind of a uh, showcase thing. This is a showcase thing, so I think we should listen to the fans vote for the Home Run Derby. I would like to hear the fans say, I want these guys from the American League, these guys from the National League. I think the fans should vote for the competitors in the Home Run Derby. I want to see my favorites bash the long ball. So I'm going to tell you, I, I think the fans should vote for that, as a matter of fact, instead of uh, the commissioner's office. By the way, Pete Alonso Monday trying to win it uh, three straight times. That's good stuff, Chris. Question number three. Over the past 10 seasons in the NFL, 10 teams have gone from last to first in their division the next season. So 10 teams over the last 10 seasons, last in their division to first the next season. Who do you think will be the 11th this season? Okay, last place to first place. I looked this one up because I wanted to make sure I had it. I wanted to make sure I had it. I know my Denver Broncos were last. Imagine that. They were last in the AFC West. Is that my easy answer, Chris? Is it the Denver Broncos to first in the AFC West? No, I'm not going to quite go that far this year. Not yet. You're going to hear a lot about the Broncos from me in about a month or two, so just hang tight. I'm not going to go with the Broncos. You know who I think it's going to be last to first in their division? Mark it down. Book it, Dano. The Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were last in the AFC North. And they will be first. Bengals, fine. Not going to have that pipe dream again, I don't think. And uh, so it'll be the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens last to first um, next season. Question number four, if you had to bet on the, uh, the mortgage on who was most likely to get a big second NFL contract, who would it be? Baker Mayfield or Tua Tagovailoa? Now, that's a tough one. Second big contract. So they're on their rookie deals. Baker shipped over to Carolina. Tua on life support in Miami. But he has more weapons. I'm going to stick with Baker. You may think it's errant. You may think that's wrong. Baker's on life support. If he he doesn't get it done this year, that's probably it for a big second contract, right? That's probably it. He's going to be a backup. Same story with Tua. I just don't buy Tua. I don't buy Tua. I don't think it was all that bad in Miami. I don't think it was all that bad. And I look at what Baker did in Cleveland. He did better. He did He did a lot better than Tua. So if I'm betting, I'm betting on Baker, the walk-on, the, the uh, competitor. I'm betting on Baker, the underdog. Yeah, people don't like Baker, but I'll take Baker for a second contract. Finally, question number five from Chris is Freddie Freeman. Had an emotional reunion with his former team, the Braves. He's now playing for the Dodgers. Had to fire his agent. 
Do you think Freddie Freeman completes that six-year contract with the Dodgers? Or will Freddie want to go back to the Braves? This is a tough one because you, you follow this. He, he got rid of his agent. Now he's uh, trying to see, okay, what are we going to do here? It's a six-year, $162 million deal. Some of the money deferred, but it's it's a pretty big, big deal. Freddie's on the back end of his career. Does he just stick it out with the Dodgers? I don't think he does. I don't know where he goes, whether that's the Braves or not. I don't know if he gets back there. Maybe he does. It feels like the first year so far hasn't been like the ultimate fun year with the Bra- with the Dodgers. I don't think Freddie stays with the Dodgers through the rest of that uh, six-year deal. I just don't think he does. Five questions from Chris answered on a Thursday. Appreciate it, Chris. Good stuff. We're back with David Tewksbury, Fox Sports Radio, Aberdeen. I'll ask him my question of the day about high school athletes. What should be the number one goal? And by the way, would he support state governments giving uh, low-income families money to play sports? A lot to hit with David Tewksbury from Aberdeen next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Great news from Dale's Tire and Retreading. We are now part of the Pops Tire Service Network. Same two locations, new name. Pops Tire is committed to the same great service that Dale's has provided Rapid City. Pops is one of the largest commercial tire and retread dealers in the country. Whatever your tire choice, make Pops your choice. We welcome this opportunity to support and grow with the Dale's Tire customers. Visit your local Pops for all your auto, light truck, commercial, and farm tire needs. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tonight, otherwise partly cloudy. Lows around 70, northwesterly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. A mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, slight chance for scattered thunderstorms. High temperatures reach up to 93. Overcast tomorrow night, chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows dip down to about 68. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 94. Hey, families, Rapid City Pizza Ranch South on East Stumer Road is now expanding their Fun Zone Arcade by 3,000 square feet. Yes, they already have the best buffet in town at the Pizza Ranch and now a bigger Fun Zone Arcade with more party rooms. Come for the buffet at Pizza Ranch South and stay for the fun. And this is the place for birthday parties and celebrations. The grand opening of the new, bigger Fun Zone Arcade at Rapid City Pizza Ranch South is July 29th. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. Fun show tonight. Hope you've enjoyed your time. Thanks for being a part of it. Two hours thought-provoking sports talk, and we're rolling on Fox Sports Rapid City, the Nate Brown Show Live. Tomorrow we're back with post-22 baseball. Post-22, Sioux Falls East. Tomorrow, doubleheader. First pitch about five. Pre-game coverage, 445 tomorrow. Into the weekend, last four regular season games for post-22 baseball. David Tewksbury's on tonight. He is uh, on Fox Sports Radio Aberdeen. Let's talk high school sports and more. David, good to have you back on. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. In my uh, preparation for this conversation, I was, of course, listening to your previous guests and what have you, and uh, my wife and I, we went out to dinner tonight, cut a little bit short just because of, you know, oh. This, this, oh. this interview. So feel loved, feel appreciated. That's number one. 
But uh, I had a double cheeseburger, so you talk about meat sweats. I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm all I'm all in. I'm I'm feeling the meat sweats here. It's 94 degrees apparently wow. this weekend, so. Yeah, I've got the meat sweats, the everything sweats. You know so what's going good. on. You know what's going on. I was going to say, you're like, oh, me and my wife, we went out to uh, dinner. I said, oh, sorry to cut it short at McDonald's, David. I'm sorry, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a taco, I'm a Taco Bell guy, easy. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, by the way, let me get into this. I've got some questions that I threw out, and one yesterday I thought of because I thought of Aberdeen. They're going to have a boys basketball coach up there who, young, um, energetic, you know, young guys have passion. No varsity uh, coaching experience, and I've and I've noticed this trend, and I think it could be various reasons for it. But a lot of young coaches, a ton yep. of young coaches getting hired, they don't have varsity experience. Well, sometimes you have to start where you start. A lot of the older guys didn't have it at one point either. So, so I get it. But I ask the question: If you're looking for a high school coach, do you go young or do you go older and experienced? I'm going young, 100%. You are. And you are. Yeah. Not even thinking twice about it. You know, I think about a gal like Brianna Kusler. You know, she's, the, of course, the first ever, uh, you know, woman head coach for a boys team, you know, double-A, uh, you know, basketball out in pier. Um, I think about Chloe Lamb from, of course, USD, you know, first-time ever assistant coach. She's going to be going up to Bismarck up in uh, Mary to talk with, uh, which actually we talked with her today on the program. And uh, she'll be the assistant for Rick Newman there as well. So, yeah, I'm going young. Why? I think Why? We, because, you know, I think we need to figure out these gals, these guys, they need to figure out if this is what they want to do. Um, I think we need to figure out this brand-new generation of early 20-somethings, late 20-somethings, maybe even some early 30-somethings, if this is what they want to do for the next 5, 10, 15, 40-plus years. I feel like there's a fair amount of coaches out there that are kind of around this sort of COVID era that have kind of hung it up and said, you know, maybe it's time to let that new generation in. So um, I'm a millennial myself. We're not all lazy. I mean, a lot of <laughs> some, some of us are, but I'm 31. But uh, you got to start somewhere. I started in Sisseton, South Dakota, 2,700 people for radio. So um, I'm all about, you know, starting off small and what have you. So um I, I think you got to go young. That's interesting. I had a lot of the audience said that as well. I said, if I had my choice, I would go older experience. I've had the choice to hire Dave Hollenbeck, who's been here at St. Mm-hmm. Thomas More forever. I'm going Hollenbeck over somebody brand new, but but I get it. Um, and I get it for various reasons why people say, hey, new, uh, younger, passionate, uh, relates to players. I mean, the whole thing. There's various reasons. Um, let me ask you, high school athletes. Okay, I just saw this tweet. It, it went out from a coach, a uh, national coach that does speaking and all of that. He said, hey, remember, parents and everybody, the goal of high school athletics is not to get a scholarship. And mm. and you cover presentation there. You cover college sports and, and the high school level. And I get it. It's not to get a scholarship. So I said, what should be the number one goal? It's my question of the day, David. So I'll have you answer it. I said, compete and work hard to win? Or is it is it fun and friendships? What's your vote? It's a tough question. Uh, Before I give the answer, uh, I'll even go a little bit further. The fact that you put that out there, I thought it was very interesting. Zero percent, zero percent of the vote of of going out to to play to get a scholarship. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, it was. But does that relate to real life? Like, I mean, I talk to people, they're like, of course, they're hoping they'll get a scholarship. I don't think that relates to real life people's feelings, but. 
No, I, I agree with you. I would say work hard to compete to win. I think there's so many special things about sports and athletics and, and these young uh, athletes that are being taught life lessons and what have you. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. My dad, his, I believe it's his grandfather or great-grandfather, he was on the national championship team for the Ohio State University. Not, not Ohio State wow. University, but yes. the Ohio State University. And my dad firmly believes, and I would probably agree, that being on a team on the college side of things that attains, you know, has a goal of winning and becoming the national championship, that probably teaches them a lot of life lessons at the college side. I think it's similar in high school as well. If you work really hard and good things will come to you, don't give up, don't quit. Um, I see it from the presentation side of things with football as well. There's a, a certain athlete here, Langford kid. He was a freshman, probably came in, you know, six foot, 160 pounds soaking wet, not a very good farm kid, as he always called himself. By the time he was a senior, he really stuck it out. Mason Hansey was his name. He had four interceptions that season, led the team. So I, I think you stick it out and you try to work hard and you attain that goal. It's very, very easy to quit and fold up and say, I, you know, this is – this is not my thing, but um, fun is all good. Fun and friendships, I think that's part of it. But working really, really hard to attain a common goal is, is going to be something that's going to work in the, uh, in the nurse's office, that's going to work in the lawyer's office, anywhere in the real world. So I think that's very, very important and key. I'm with you on that in high school sports. It gets serious by then. It's not like the end-all, be-all. But I said winning is fun, by the way. Mm-hmm. Winning is more fun uh, instead of losing that culture, that whole thing. Um, by the way, I'm going to look at this. Aberdeen Central, new football coach. Um, that whole program's not having to compete with the Sioux Falls um, you know, level anymore, AAA. Is this the right fit right now for Aberdeen Central in the AA level? It could be. I mean, we'll have to wait and see as it pertains you know, the, the wins and losses and what have you. But I think they're just looking for more consistency. Um, I see this on the presentation side of things. Sometimes you got players coming and going, you know, transfer portal, what have you. You got coaches coming and going. Uh, those in you know upper you know levels of uh, in the athletic department kind of coming and going. I, I just think the best thing for a lot of these schools and Aberdeen Central being one of them is just for some consistency. Um, I know Coach Sensen, of course, left, and we talked about that last time we uh, visited about a month and a half or so ago. And there was the whole beef with you know not being able to you know figure out if he could coach up the guys in the, in the weight room or something like that. Um, but as it pertains to moving the double-A ball, I, I, I can't think it's going to hurt him too much, but I just feel like you just need a little more consistency with a coach that's there for a couple of years. I'm not, uh, not going to say after one season and you know, two, three wins, and that's not to say that they're, that they're going to win two or three games, who knows, but it's like we need to have a little bit more patience with some of these coaches, again, particularly a young one coming in here for Central. David Tewksbury is on Fox Sports Aberdeen. Um, great show over there, those guys do. And uh, also the play-by-play man covering presentation, uh, Fox Sports Aberdeen, David Tewksbury on the Nate Brown Show. David, always good, man. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the time. David Tewksbury will try and reach out. Well, you know, we have a little East River, West River thing going on with Sioux Falls. We might as well throw in Northeast. How about the Northeast? You know, a different part of South Dakota. We've got to get them all on. David Tewksbury, good stuff on Fox Sports Rapid City. Um, and it's who's hot and who's not time. Already? Who's hot and who's not? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Did you hear that? The Pizza Ranch South on East Tumor Road. 
Grand opening July 29th of the new Fun Zone Arcade expansion. 3,000 square feet, more space, more party rooms. When it comes to events, celebrations, birthday parties, the Pizza Ranch Buffet already has the best buffet. Then stay for the fun. Grand opening of the new Fun Zone Arcade, bigger and better at the Pizza Ranch South, coming up July 29th. In our Who's Hot category, here we go. Well, this is interesting. I didn't know a lot about this player, so this one caught me by surprise. The number one high school basketball player in the country, the number one recruit, was committed to go play for North Carolina. So as a Duke fan, I'm looking at this. His name's G.G. Jackson. He's going to go play at North Carolina. News out today. I put him in my who's hot category. <laughs> He's not going to go to North Carolina anymore. Number one recruit in the country, high school hoops, is not going to go to North Carolina. He's going to decommit and go to South Carolina. He's going to go to South Carolina. You thought I was going to say Duke, didn't you? No, as long as he's not at UNC, I'm fine. Doesn't have to be at Duke, but he's going to go to South Carolina. And something tells me, uh, good luck. Um, yeah, just, you know, South Carolina hoops. I don't know. Good luck. Uh, in our Pizza Ranch, who's not category? Well, I told you Roger Goodell, I think, is doing a fine job as commissioner of the NFL. Massive revenue, great brand, great product. Roger Goodell, he has some um, detractors, and here's one for you. I'll put Roger in this category. You know, in 2020, the pandemic, all these commissioners, ADs, all these people, I'm not going to take a salary. I'm not going to take a salary. Well, that's great. You know, employees getting squeezed and the whole thing that was going on. So Roger Goodell said that in 2020. He said, I'm not going to take a salary. And they did. They slashed his salary to $0. The Athletic just reported today when the dust settled in 2020, Roger Goodell still made $63.9 million. What do they call it? You know what they call it? Bonuses. So, <laughs> no, that's, that's the true story today. The Athletic says, yes, uh, his salary was zero. The bonus from all these incentives. Yeah, commissioners, that's how they make money off these bonuses, how the league does, how the owners do. The bonus reaches $63.9 million. Thanks, Roger, for taking it so, you know, such a big step in taking zero salary. What a guy. What a guy. Thanks for listening. I appreciate that. You know that. Thanks for stopping by live. Remember the Nate Brown Show podcast. It is going up tonight. Great week of shows, and baseball is on tomorrow. The Odd Couple coming in right now.